0: You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about your mirrors. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right. Let's get started. Come on in. Oh, it's so good to be spending time in this space. This episode is inspired by a blog post that I read from Seth Godin. This one came out in April 2023, and it's called The Empathy Device. I've linked to it in the show notes. And the sentence that grabbed my attention is this. Human beings spend a lot of time considering our own appearance and our own feelings, and most of all, our own needs. I don't know exactly why that sentence hit me just so the day that I read it, but it really made me think about the work of being a personal coach as I am. And I have coached with teams, and that old quote that, you know, the world isn't so much. You know, the world is what we are. Like, we overlay our own ideas and assumptions and beliefs and standards and expectations over the world that we see. And that is the thing we call reality. I was thinking about this idea of empathy devices or mirrors and that there's the mirror That's the literal thing, the reflective glass that we can see our impression is, but that there's so much in the world now that is a mirror to us and our self-concept. Even just reading that sentence again, that human beings spend a lot of time considering our own appearance. You know, we're out on social media and we're considering our appearance based on the engagement we get, the likes and the comments. Or the appearance in our professional lives or in our relationships. We think a lot about our own feelings and our own needs. And of course we do. If we don't, who would? (laughs) Honestly, there are mirrors that reflect our physical appearance. And there are mirrors that reflect other things about us. Those mirrors could be people, experiences, feedback, even places and things. Who are we really? And how much do we outsource our opinions of ourselves to the mirrors in our world? Of course, it's natural for us to do that. From the first minute we're born, our eyes are adjusting, taking in sensory input, the impressions of light, and then listening to things. We're sensory beings. And nothing grabs our attention as a baby or as an adult like another human face. But this is the fun we have in the less stress, more fun world that I've created is that we come in here and we just look at our brain's default programming and look for opportunities. Maybe we can refine our reactions to be a little bit more amplified. We don't just take our brains at face value. Let's start by thinking about who you look at to decide if you're good at relationships. What do you look at to decide if you're good in work or business? What are those mirrors in those areas of life? How do you know whether you're funny, good-looking, interesting, intelligent? And let's even back that up another step. Does it matter more to you what you think about yourself or how others think about you? You are always forming an opinion about yourself, but what are the mirrors? Your mind might try to give me an evolved, advanced answer of, oh, no, no, of course, the most important opinion about myself is mine, and yet let's really connect to the fact that your opinion about you could be based on the mirrors of reflection that you get in your life. Let's just throw out a couple of examples to see how your own unintentional automatic mind reacts. If you overheard your dad talking to somebody else and saying, you are a horrible person and worst kid, just a disaster, horrible Horrible experience parenting you. And and this is assuming you have a decent relationship with your dad. Would you have an emotional reaction to hearing that secondhand? What if you overheard your manager saying that hiring you was a terrible decision and you're just not gelling with the rest of the team? What would you react with if you overheard that? Now, imagine if you overheard your partner saying to somebody else that you were the worst sex they ever had, but meh, what you going to do? How would you react to that? Those are maybe some extreme examples, but that's a way to say that, of course, you would have an idea about how you performed as a, as a child of your parents, how you perform on your team at work, and how you perform in your relationship. But what would it do to your self-concept if it was mirrored back to you that they had a remarkably different opinion than you do? It's part of human function to have reaction from the external mirrors in our life, especially other people. But now imagine if a total stranger walked up to you at a restaurant. Let's say you're meeting a good friend for a delicious meal And a random stranger that you'd never met walked up to you and said, you know what, your manager made the worst decision of their life hiring you. That experience probably wouldn't impact you unless you had some emotional opinion about it. Your reaction might be very different than if you overheard your manager saying the same thing. And how interesting, it's the same set of feedback just from different sources. And you may have different reactions. One would be like, you don't know what you're talking One One reaction could be amused and the other could be annoyed or it could be incredibly hurt or angry just because it came from a certain source that your mind says is more meaningful than the other person. Now, at this point, you might be thinking that I'm going to tell you, why don't you just skip looking to others for opinions of yourself? But that's not what we're talking about in this Topic of who your mirrors are. It's about being really aware of your mirrors and having some fun with it. You can make it a game, really, really. Let's explore this on multiple vectors. There's a lot of different facets to mirroring in your life. And mirroring can help you calibrate your opinions about yourself and even show opportunities where you could grow. In your self-love, your self-trust, um, it could show opportunities for you to develop or even have interests. So let's have some fun with it. Let's start with the simplest thing. When we think mirrors, like the glass on the wall where you can see how you look, what do you think about your appearance? What do you know about what do you look like? How do you know what other people think about what you look like. How much is your physical appearance a focus of your mind in your life? There's no right or wrong answer. It's just a chance to slow life down and think on purpose. Like, does mirror an appearance cause you stress in your life? Is it a source of more or less stress? Is it a source of more or less fun? So I'll tell a story. I, I, like a lot of people, if I see my reflection, chances are I'm going to just look. I mean, humans are curious about our own reflections in in a matter of degrees, of course. But I've noticed that the more that I coach and the more that my self-concept deepens and expands in different ways, the more I'm able to be what I would almost label objective about my appearance. So I recently did an in-person workshop that was a, it was a hybrid. There was an in-person component and there was an online component. And I was seeing myself, there was a, a screen on the other side of the room that was displaying the video that was going across the conferencing software. And I was noticing myself turning. Five years ago, 10 years ago, me would have been like, oh my, Hair like it's self conscious would have been my default, or oh that's weird, or ah oh, do I really look like that? And this time I was thinking, oh how interesting! I haven't seen myself in three D in so long. I kept like you know before the actual session started, but I was like pivoting and like, huh, that's what my hair looks like from the back. <laughs> oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, it was interesting to notice how my perception of my appearance mirrored back at me has changed so much based on the relationship I have with myself and life and what I think I'm here to do. So it's so fun to think about what you think about your appearance, how you know what you look like, and whether it's a source of stress or fun for you. Now let's look at mirroring in your career. Whether you're in a business that's run by other people or you're in a business that you run, how do you know how you're performing? Who sets the standards? Why do you believe the way you do? A lot of us who have been or continue to be employees, we serve a function in a business that is owned and operated by other people. We think that they tell us what the standards are and that they reflect back. To us, how we're doing. So, one of the things that comes up very frequently in my coaching is, I wish I could have more feedback. I just don't know how I'm doing. I'm not real sure how I'm being received, as if there the feedback being received is is valid and true and important. And I would offer that you get to decide if the feedback you receive at work is valid, true, or important. If a customer is happy. Or they're disappointed, does that mean you're doing a good job, a bad job, and why? How do you interpret those mirrors in your career setting? Who and what do I look at to mirror back performance? And is that the best and only option for me? You may want to look at client satisfaction from a different perspective. Stepping back and and asking as an individual, as a team, as a company, what are our mirrors? Are those the mirrors we would choose on purpose and why? I'll tell another story that's a work-related story. I am a female. I have worked in the IT field for decades, so long, since before there were computers and calculators. Just kidding. I've always been kind of the girl in IT. It is not unusual for me to be one of the few women on the team. This has changed quite a bit over the decades. But I noticed that I was comparing my performance next to an ideas of what a girl in IT should be like, versus just a person in IT. And this was super duper duper subtle. But I was getting feedback and it was running through this filter of Is this okay for a woman in IT to do these behaviors? It was just so subtle. Be on the lookout. When you're looking at your mirrors, are there any biases? And they may not be things you've picked up on purpose. A lot of the biases we have, they're just, they're programmed into our brains with our environment. So maybe your mirrors are a little dusty or distorted or smudged. That realization for me of, oh, I'm thinking about the optics of my performance through the lens of how they see me as a woman on this team, and that was causing me to adjust my behaviors in a way that I didn't think particularly served me. Seeing that on top of the mirror helped me clean it up and make different choices for myself. Well, now let's switch into relationships. When it comes to your mirrors in relationships, are you about quantity, quality? How do you know people like you? How do you know that you're okay socially? Believe it or not, this is something that I think a lot more people think about than we might even realize is there is a lot of ideas about, Oh, the mirror of the quantity of friends I have reflects back the quality of myself as a friend or the mirror of the quality of my friendships reflects back certain things or I know people like me because like seriously how do you know people like you and does it matter if other people like you and this isn't to be cheeky and to just be like I am fine as an island unto myself but knowing for yourself what's important to you about likability, how much you like yourself, and how much you're going to use other people's reactions to you to determine your opinion of yourself, that's really important to know. Be aware of what your mirrors are. Again, they could be places or situations like teams could be mirroring, clients could be mirroring, friends could be mirroring, Partners, feedback, engagement on social media, just get really curious. Now let's take it to the less stress level. Let's talk about discomfort in the reaction to what you see in your mirrors. Are there mirrors in your life, again, people or things, that when you check your appearance, your performance, or your personality, you feel anxious, sad, inadequate, or other forms of discomfort? On the other end of the spectrum, are there mirrors in your life that when you look at them, when you, when you see yourself reflected in them, you feel confident, playful, loving, or whatever else you value? We talk about values from time to time on this podcast Because I think it is so important to know what we value and why, because when we're in the world and the world is mirroring back reflections of whether we're on target with our values or not, it can help know what our values are because it will inform the mirrors that we choose to see our reflections in, right? So consider your priority values, why you chose those values for your life. And then what mirrors you look into to assess how your life is embodying those values. Can you pick your mirrors on purpose? Now, I think the answer is yes and no. On one hand, if there's a meaning in a relationship, so if it's your manager or your partner or your kids or someone else that their opinion of you matters to you. Chances are your brain is just going to have an automatic reaction because of the meaning that you have for that relationship. In some cases in our life, I think we don't really choose our mirrors. They're just, they're part of the other meaning that we have already there. And yet, I think you can also decide on purpose which mirrors you want to choose for yourself. Maybe you choose a mentor to help Be a mirror on purpose. I love how Brene Brown in one of her books describes a story where she said the people whose opinions mattered the most to her could be written down on a piece of paper that's one inch by one inch. That the most important mirrors of people reflecting who she is back to her would be a very small list. And I would say that's true for a lot of us. So when you think about whether you're looking good, whether it's your physical appearance, your performance, or your personality, it's just thinking about what mirrors do I choose automatically or just kind of by default now, and would I want to make any adjustments to my mirrors? So for you, please go have fun playing this game. Imagine every person, place, or thing you're doing is mirroring something back to you, And think, oh, do I like what I see? If not, why not? If I do, why? Get curious. Is the reflection coming back to you? Is it real, as you would describe real? Is it distorted? Is it like that story where I was like, oh, I noticed there was some smudginess on top of the mirror. I was only seeing my reflection back through an additional layer of bias in my mind. Take this metaphor as far as you want. See how much more you can learn about that person in the mirror, that person that is you. Do you like what you see? And if not, do you want to change the reflection or do you want to change the mirror? All right. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.